You're listening to Journeys, a bite-sized podcast produced by Kama DC. Kama is a nonprofit giving a platform to immigrants and refugees in the DMV area to share their stories, skills, and ideas. I'm your host, Ben Jaffe, and today's guest is astronomer and assistant researcher at Penn State's College of Science and previous postdoctoral associate at the University of Maryland College Park, Simone Di Chiara. Simone's passion for science drives him to study phenomena across the galaxy. It's also driven his personal journey around the world and ultimately to the U.S. My name is Simone Di Chiara. I'm, uh, I live in Washington, D.C. Since I was a child, uh, I always loved uh, astronomy. Uh, you know, for a child, planets, galaxies, everything related to the universe. So when I grew up, I studied astronomy and astrophysics in the University of Bologna in Italy. And after that, I did my PhD in University of Ferrara in Italy as well, and partly also in the John Moore University of Liverpool. During this time as undergraduate and during my PhD, I mainly, and my work was mainly focused on the study of, uh, well, the most energetic phenomena of the universe. Basically, I study explosion of very massive stars. So the end of the life of very massive stars, something similar to supernova explosions. Uh, so creation of black holes, merger of compact objects like uh, neutral star mergers. Especially, I focus, I, my, my research is focused on the study of the most energetic radiation emitted by these phenomena which is uh, the gamma ray radiation emitted by this phenomenon. So uh, what I study is, is a peculiar kind of an astrophysical phenomenon called gamma ray bursts. These phenomena are detected by satellites because yeah, gamma ray radiation, fortunately, the very high, high energy radiation cannot reach the surface of the earth. So we need satellite in order to study that. So uh, my work is focused on the study of the analysis and the, the study of this radiation uh, observed, collected by the satellites, and, uh, and also on the follow-up, it's called, I mean, the, the, the observation of the, the, the radiation related to these phenomena in, in, in different wavelengths. So I also observe it observe these phenomena in, in the optical using a network of telescopes, optical telescopes that are spread all over the world. So yeah, basically that's what I, I did during my, my, uh, my PhD as undergraduate and during my PhD. The importance of this network of telescopes is, uh, is related to the fact that these events are, are transient events, are events that last for a given amount of time, and after that they disappear. So you can see the emission in the sky, you can see the source, we call it sources, the source for a given amount of time, and after that it, it disappears. So if you want to collect information about these sources, you need to observe as soon as possible. So you want to observe the, the phenomena as soon as possible. And in order to do that, you need telescopes that are all over the world for the simple reason that you can observe with a telescope only during night. 
So whenever the, the event occurs, you want to repoint the available telescopes during night. So you need to pick up a place where it's currently nighttime in order to repoint the telescope and observe the source. As soon as you, you can observe the source, the more information you can get. And this emission last, can last for minutes, hours, or days, depending on one transit or to another. So, but the point is uh, you, you want to collect as much as, as information as possible. And uh, so that's why it's very important to have a global network of telescopes. To appease the science nerd that is myself, <laughs> um, for the coordination of working with these networks of telescopes, how did it go with working with them uh, around the world? Like, were you able to access the networks easily? Did you have to compete with a lot of other scientists who wanted to access and view these optical telescopes? Well, the access to the telescope is pretty easy once you have uh, uh, a proposal accepted. I mean, the first thing that you need is to write a proposal. So propose your science case. And if the telescope people accept, agree with your plan, they will give you time on the telescope. So uh, at that point, when you have a, a, a project accepted by, by the telescope people, by the, the people that are in charge of telescopes, at that point, you, you have, it's pretty easy. I mean, you, you, you just send the, the coordinate to, to the telescope. So you, you can say, I wanna, I wanna activate this, this telescope that is in South Africa right now. And I want it to observe this position of the sky. So you send the coordinate and the telescope to repoint to that position and start the observation. But yeah, the, the first thing, the most important thing is write a proposal and we, the proposal, yeah. Yeah, and thank you for that because I love hearing about that network because honestly, I think it's really cool. No problem, no problem. Um, so following your PhD and after your work here, how did you begin to more focus on the work you uh, do now? Well, basically I, I started, well, I started my, my research during my, as undergraduate before and after that uh, in my, during my PhD, but, uh, after that, I moved to Mexico when I did my first postdoc, when I get my first postdoc position. There, I, also, I was still, I was studying like this gamma ray radiation. So very high energy radiation coming from the universe using an peculiar, a particular experiment that we have in Mexico. And it's a, an experiment that is financed by a big collaboration. And most of people in the, in the involved in the experiment are from an institution involved in the experiment are from US. And so I, I, I was studying, uh, I focused my research basing on the study of the most of this very high energy radiation uh, using this experiment in Mexico. And uh, after that, I, so I, I, was, I was studying the supernova and other phenomena, energetic phenomena that occur in the universe. Then after that, I, I applied for my position, my current position here at NASA and University of Maryland, uh, where I mainly focused on the study of uh, gamma ray bursts and gravitational waves uh, signal 
So I do observe, I mean, I study the, the signal, the electromagnetic signal associated with gravitational waves. And in order to do that, I'm involved uh, in a mission, in a satellite mission of NASA satellite mission called SWEEP, which can observe uh, gamma ray emission and also uh, emission at different wavelengths. And, uh, and I, I also use telescopes from all over the world in order to study the optical emission from big telescopes like Gemini that is in the Hawaii. It's a very big telescope, it's a 10 meter telescope or the Gran Canaria telescopes in, uh, in Canary Island. Uh, and, and also small telescopes, small telescopes that are all over the world and uh, mainly in Mexico, most of them. And uh, yeah, but I mainly focus on the study of gravitational wave events right now, yeah. No, thank you for that overview. And as an alumni of University of Maryland, I love hearing about that program <laughs> as yeah, well. It's very, it's a very uh, important physics department in University of Maryland. There are a lot of um, important researchers. We are doing a lot of interesting, different research in the University of Maryland, yeah. Uh, with all the new research that you focus on, the gamma radiation, the focus on the most energetic part of the universe, as I think mm -hmm. you put it. What are you most excited about and what do you think or what you might hope might come out of this new research? Well, the most exciting thing is indeed this uh, new branch of research that it, it was, uh, it, was, it began with the, with the new gravitational wave detectors that are operative just since six years right now. And uh, I mean, this, this is the most exciting thing, according to me, because we are at the beginning of the operative lives of these gravitational wave detectors, and they mark a new era for the astrophysics. Indeed, uh, we are now observing the universe using a, a completely new tool and in a completely different way, let's say. Uh, the, the potential uh, outcome of this new research is completely unpredictable. And we are exploring a new field that was never inspected before. So never explored before, probing the nature of the astrophysical phenomena in a completely different way. So it is a bit like at the end of the 16th century when Galileo and other people started to observe the sky with telescopes, for example. I mean, did that revolutionize uh, astronomy and open, opening the way to the study of moons, planets, galaxies. Uh, in the same way, I can say that today, gravitational wave detectors will help us to discover uh, uh, and study uh, several phenomena and aspects of the universe that, uh, that are still unknown. So that, that's, that's very fascinating to me. For example, just a few years ago, uh, in 2017, we detect for the first time, we, for the first time we directly observe the, the signal coming from a merger between two neutral stars and the electromagnetic emission coming from that merger. From that discovery, we understood that most of the heavy elements that are in the universe, like gold, 
or, uh, or other heavy, heavy elements are created in these kind of mergers. That's very interesting. And uh, this is just the beginning of this new branch of the astrophysics. And it really marked a new era for the astrophysics. Well, I can tell you, I'm very excited about it and I'm very envious of your work because <laughs> it does sound very thank amazing, you. but- um, Thank you. Yes, thank you so much again for your time and I really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Thank you, thank you very much, Ben. Thank you to you. A big thank you again to Simone for joining us and a big thank you for our listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your family and friends and stay tuned for our next conversation next week. If you're interested in being featured as a guest on Journeys, you can reach out to us at commadc.org or message us on Instagram at, at commadc. Take care, everyone. <laughs>